Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, uh, earlier in the morning, the first hour, we were talking about Palliative Care Week. And joining me now is Ursula McKeough uh, with a really remarkable story to tell. And uh, you're welcome, Ursula. Thank you very much for coming in to us this morning. And, and you, your story, well, it, it has everything in it in a way, doesn't it? But ultimately, it is a story of survival from cancer. Tell us about what happened to you. Okay, Joe, thanks very much for having me on. You're welcome. Um, 21 years ago, I was um, pregnant with my first child and at seven months during my pregnancy, I woke up with a dead arm and it wouldn't go away. So I went to casualty and they told me it was breast related. But I always, it always was in the back of my mind because my mum had died of breast cancer. And um, when I was at with, with my gynecologist, I just said it to him and um, he said, look, we can't do anything until the baby was born. And um, she actually came a month early. So I do think it was a... So to be clear, they diagnosed you. but No, then, they didn't diagnose they, me. They, they, didn't only, they said it was a pregnancy related. They thought it was pregnancy related. But when I still wasn't happy with that and I said it to my gynecologist and he said, look at... There's nothing we can do until the baby's born. And she came a month early. And I do believe she kind of half saved me because she was four weeks early. And then he sent me on to a consultant who took the lump out. And it was, he rang me two weeks later with the results saying that it was poorly differentiated carcinoma. It was actually secondary cancer, mystatic cancer. So I was referred on to the oncology unit in the regional, in UHL. And it went from there then that it was a secondary cancer, but they couldn't locate the primary. So you have to have a primary to be um, treated because each chemo, the chemos are, um, you can't, no one gets the same chemo. A chemo is different for every cancer you have, whether it's breast, bowel or colon or whatever. So I did tests for about three months and eventually they had sent off the histology to about three different labs, one to England, I think one to Dublin. I'm not sure where the third one went, but the histology from England came back to take out the rest of my nodes under my arm. And it was found that we, there was a big, um, there was about 30 um, nodes taken and nine more had um, cancer in them. So I had to do um, kind of um, a really strong chemo. It was two um, doses per month um, for six months. So I'm just trying to imagine, Ursula, everything has gone on in your life. You're a new mother. Yes. And you are living with this. You, you, ha- you may have cancer, then you have cancer, but we need to do more tests. And at the same time, you're grappling with everything else in your life. That must have just been a yes. really tough time. It was very hard because every time you'd done a test, you had to wait for the results to come back. And that took about 11 to 13 days for every result to come back. And then if that was ne- if that was negative, you'd go and do another one. So that's what used to happen. That's how it took so long. But you see, the, I suppose the most important thing, you need to know where your primary cancer is in order to treat it. Because if you were, say... Eventually, they kind of said they were 99% sure it was breast cancer. So they treated me for breast cancer. Now, a lot of the breast cancer, there is other types of chemo for breast cancer. The one I had to go on was a two dose every four weeks. So it was day one, day eight, a three week break. 
and it was so strong that I actually ended up in hospital um, every month for five days because I got an infection. Really? Yeah. Was there radiation therapy? I had to do 35 sessions then of radiotherapy and we had no radiotherapy unit in Limerick at the time. So I had to go to Dublin and I used to go up and stay with my sister-in-law in in, um, Newbridge and she used to drive me into Dublin. I did it in the matter private and she had two small girls. So we had uh, my, my daughter who was only a couple of months old. Her daughter was a year old and her second child was two years old. So the five of us used to go up every morning for Monday to Friday for what's it, seven weeks to... It must have been deeply affecting yeah. for you, was it, Ursula? Well, I kind of said, you know what, when I got it, I kind of said, um, I have to get, if I have to get through this, I have to deal with it. And I kind of said, well, I'm giving myself 12 months. I have to fight this. It was serious. It was secondary cancer. And I had to get on with it. Like, And that was my mindset on it. And your family then around you? and Only for my family and my husband's mess family I would have been lost because the chemo was it was hard going the chemo was and um, my mother-in-law God rest her used to take Molly every day that I went into chemo and she used to take her and um, she I'd have to come home and she made me go to bed for two hours every day um, and she ended up dying of cancer as well did she? Yeah and had the use of palliative care in Milford and so did my father-in-law so it affects every family in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're chatting to Ursula McHugh and um, the other thing Ursula then is you, you were saying it was pretty advanced the mm-hmm. cancer. Yeah. but It was in my lymph nodes. And but, he, you, but here you are today over 20 years later and you're, you're chatting to me. So um, obviously there it, is positive stories but people don't usually hear them. And, yeah. you know, it's hard. Now I have to say, I spoke to people. I have to say, when I got diagnosed, I spoke to people that had gone through it and they were absolutely brilliant and they were kind of telling you how to cope with things. And it was great to talk to someone that had gone through cancer. And it was them that gave me a big buzz, do you know, to fight it. And at what point in the journey were they saying to you, look, this is responding well to the treatment we're giving you? Well, it just... Um, they didn't say really I suppose we just had to do it there was X amount of chemo sessions to be done and then the radiotherapy and then I was told uh, that's it you're fine you're it seems to have worked and it did thank God and and, and you have been well since oh yeah I have nothing I have never been on medication after it Um, literally when I finished my radiotherapy that was the I had no other treatment or tablets or nothing to take. Do you go back for checkups? Oh, I do go for checkups. I go for um, mastectomy. Or I go for, um, I can't even remember. Yeah. I go for the breast check every year and right. I pay for it and all that. Yes. Because it keeps me sane and it keeps me peace of mind with me. Because I know, Ursula, from talking to people over well, the last 20 years, to be honest with you, um, that things have advanced a lot, haven't they? The treatments for various cancers have advanced, but also, as you pointed out, the facilities here in Limerick have oh, gone up a number of levels. Oh, yeah. Like, there was no radiotherapy unit, and that's only 21 years ago. And only for J.P. McManus, he put over four million into UHL. And actually, at that time... Um, my husband decided, he said, look, if you're going to lose your hair, I'll shave my head. 
and himself and my brother-in-law, my brother, my uncle and three neighbours did it and we raised 36,000 for the radiotherapy unit that time. Really? Yeah, and that was in the middle of my treatment, like. And and, and I know you and a friend got involved in a, a coffee fundraiser, didn't you? Yes, Rita Cotter, um, she has since died. Um, herself and myself got involved. Uh, we decided we wanted to do a coffee morning but do it with a twist so we were going to do an afternoon tea with tablecloths, china, uh, little posies of flowers, vases, the whole lot. It was just, we just wanted to do it differently. And it has grown. We've started it 10 years ago and it has grown. It's really come an annual event for people because it's the majority of the people that come are the same people that have come from day one. Mm. And poor Rita got a brain tumour three years ago and um, has died since. And um, she ended up using the palliative care for her um, towards the end yeah. um, it just yeah. affects so many people and now I just run it in her memory um, so this is happening this Friday is that right 15th this, of September yeah, yes this Friday um, it, actually the national one is on the 21st of um, next Thursday the 21st However, because we're a small country farming area, uh, the ploughing, it is clashing with the ploughing next week. And we go ploughing every year. And uh, a lot of, we would have a lot of fellas that come to the coffee morning. Mm. So we kind of felt we needed to bring it forward. And um, that's what we're doing. So we're having it this Friday. In I had to change then because we always ran it in Dempsey's Bar in Mianus, but that has since closed. So we're running it in the community centre in Mianus from half nine to one o'clock. And I, everyone is welcome. And only for the help that I have, the friends and neighbours that help me every year, we and both Rita and myself, wouldn't we wouldn't be able to run it, you know. Okay, so so and obviously all in aid of Milford Care Everything, Centre, is, yeah. is And we also, yeah. last year, we decided to do a drive-through to catch the early birds going for work. And it was actually very successful. <laughs> did it work well, yeah? It did. And we're actually doing it again this year. So we're starting at half seven at Dempsey's uh, car park. At Dempsey's car park. Okay. Yes. That's an excellent idea. And then from 9.30 to one at the community centre, the, the main event is The it, main event. This Friday. Yeah. Well, look, you couldn't be doing it for a better cause. No question um, about that. Uh, great to chat to you. I'm glad you're in good health. We absolutely remember uh, Rita as well uh, this morning and uh, I hope it goes very well for you this Friday. No problem. And can I just say one thing there? We're having a raffle on Friday as well and I just want to thank the three main sponsors. We got a signed Limerick jersey from Limerick GAA and we got a signed um, Munster Rugby ball from Munster Rugby and also Debbie Carroll Sports Injury um, and Reflexology in Ocaney gave me a voucher. So only without them I couldn't run and that's very successful as well. Great. Well Ursula McKeo, thank you very much for coming in and the very best of luck with it again. Thank you. Week. And like if anyone wants to run a coffee morning they can contact any of the hospices. It doesn't make a difference if it's 10 euros or 100 euros what they had, what they're getting today, they hadn't yesterday, and that's my attitude. You're a hundred percent right. All right. Okay, great, thank great you to have much. you in. Thank you. Thank your views, your news, your limerick today with Joe Nash on live.